0: Hey, this is Julia and welcome back to Aquarian Times. So today is January 19th, 2022, and this is episode 73. So this episode, this topic is actually <laughs> I actually um it came forward about I would say maybe a month ago, maybe longer. Um and then some things got away got in the way, and I kept pushing it back, and again, I kind of, I act on inspiration for these uh, topics, and it just kind of got backlogged, you know, it just um, got shelved, I suppose, but um, tonight, as I was grappling with, um, (laughs) you know, where to take the episode, I felt... Well, there you go. Um here's an opportunity because I wasn't feeling um anything come forward, you know, in its place. So here we are. Um so the episode title, as you've already seen, um it's called Be Responsible for Your Joy. So again, I I, I don't know if that sounds hmm um you know, there can be an element of like, um, I told you so about that. Um, you know, sounding like, uh, you know, like have your shit together and be responsible for your joy. And it's it's just as easy as that. Right. Um, I've never been a fan of that kind of perspective where people would just say simple statements, um, and you're just supposed to do it. Right. Um, you know, you're horribly depressed and someone says, just be happy. <laughs> that never worked for me. And I, I don't advocate, um, treating our symptoms, um, f- uh, flippantly like that. Again, I think that can often come, that kind of, um, directive can come from somebody who has never experienced maybe the depth of a grief or a depression or whatever it may be, an anxiety, um, a loss, you know, it's easy to tell someone else, right, uh, what they need to do if we don't really know, if we haven't walked in their shoes, and um, it seems easy for for us. So the reason that I can talk to this um, subject is because I have been there. (laughs) Maybe that's why I feel the... feel... um, you know, empowered to come forward with that kind of statement, like be responsible for your joy. Um, and I say it with absolute love. It's not a, it's not a, um, condemnation, um, by any means. Uh, so I wanted to kind of preface that. Um, but the truth is, is this is, again, something that I've personally learned. And I don't I think it's literally been within the last year. um And maybe it's with the whole COVID thing, right? Um, Where I have felt and, and maybe again, I'm at that own, my, that place in my healing, which is a, a big blessing, you know, where I've been able to, and I would say I've been able, right, I've had the ability because again before I, I hadn't perhaps um really to do that to take responsibility for my joy um you know when we have um emotional psychological spiritual wounding right we are buried underneath of all of those wounds we are in 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 essence we are inaccessible we're inaccessible to ourselves we're inaccessible to the people around us um, and oftentimes to many tools that may um that we may try to use to um, retrieve ourselves and that's just the way that these things work from from my own experience, from you know um, this understanding trauma, understanding wounds um, and observing people who are operating um you know, at the effect of unhealed wounds, um, that is exactly what's happening, is you have someone who's locked inside complexes, layers, uh, veneers, you know, um, compounding factors to the point where they're not at choice. They're really not at choice, unfortunately, you know, to do what we think that they should do. You know, if that's people around them or wanting them to act differently, snap out of it, heal, just get on with it, whatever it is, even if they greatly wish that themselves, um, there isn't, uh, again, there just isn't access. Whether they're buried under so much pain, whether they're buried under so many coping skills, coping, not skills, excuse me, coping um, strategies. You know whether uh, which can look like addictions of all kinds, those are covering up the one underneath who would be able to have agency um agency meaning make a choice have ha- you know have a say have it make a directive um put their foot down, you know do something different um and it's just you know that's just how it is and again i i hope um you know this resonates because if you know someone in your life who or yourself even you know who's been buried beneath um very very difficult circumstances and issues um you know it happens all the time where you know they're just they're just kind of stuck in a in a groove and oftentimes um you know, people will, that's at the point where people can take their life, um, if it becomes that difficult. So, you know, that's, um, we just have to understand they may look like us, they may, are not, I don't know who exactly is listening to this right now, but, you know, we we can't perceive on the outside oftentimes, um, what these wounds, um, are actually have incurred, and we cannot assume anything about somebody's capacities um, so you know when when again, when the pain is that deep and the the issues are complexes and again go back and listen to twenty one hidden root causes of disease, you know this could be ancestral wounds, this can be um you know. Again, just inher- oftentimes inherited in our DNA, in our family structures, the way that we, there was coping, you know, people don't know why they're been miserable. They don't even know. They don't even know that they are miserable. They think that they're fine, you know, but they are so angry that their jaw is locked. You know, you can see by looking at someone or their, their eyes are steely, right? Because they're holding in so much pain So, you know, this is how I walk around the world, um, with my personally able to perceive suffering. (laughs) I, I happen to know that a lot of people, it's invisible to them. They are not able to perceive suffering, whether or not it's, um, consciously they turn away from it, or again, um, they have not met that level of suffering, so they cannot perceive it. Um, or, you know, whatever, or they're in their own, you know, too much of, you know, different kinds of uh, denial, you know, which is another form of suffering, but it's, you know, distracting them from being in their humanity. This is, you know, the... It's the gamut, right? That we live on the planet here, all of us with so many different stories, so many different experiences. But I know, I know that my journey um, on this planet has um, really plummeted me into this being like my dissertation. You know, like my my PhD <laughs> um, is having you know been. V- very up close with what it, what it means, what suffering is, and, um, also how to, um, rise out of it. Um, so coupled with the tools that I've, you know, been drawn to, to study, uh, that can, that are, um, able to relieve suffering, be it bit by bit, be it, um, you know, again, in the body and the psyche, um, that's, again, what I endeavor to do. So again, just to say, be responsible for your own joy. I definitely don't want to minimize anybody's experience. So we'll just start with there. Um, and if perhaps you or, you know, you are at the point where perhaps you are feeling the capacity to have more agency around choice. Um, again, and I'll, I'll say it it looks like a few different things. Um, you know, if, if you're in a situation that is a toxic situation, um, then again with, um, relationally with people or, um, you know, however that shows up for you, um, I would say that would be a prerequisite to being responsible for your joy is to get out of that situation. Um, Again, that whether that's toxic dynamic in a relationship, whether that's toxic dynamic with a substance. So it's kind of like, when we bring in when we're feeding ourselves with toxicity, we're not we're not in a state to be able to heal, because we're retoxing <laughs> um like a like a slow drip of a retox. Yes, you can do good you know, bring in good habits, good things into your sphere, which can again keep you able to maintain in those toxic situations, but you can't actually heal until you remove those toxins. And it's like that with on any level, right, on a physical level. um, You know, if you're being poisoned by a substance, uh, you, you have to stop ingesting the substance before you can get better. You know, so it's just on every level that exposure to harmful thoughts, people, substances, is going to degrade our ability to access our vitality. So number one, and joy is a natural bubbling up of our vitality and our health. So that's going to be really hard to access. Um, Joy is going to be very hard to access pure joy, like true joy, authentic joy. You may be able to fake it. (laughs) You may you may be able to, you know, look good, you know, on the outside, but true joy is a bubbling up, you know, it's actually comes through us. It's not something we manufacture. Um, so it needs to come from like a, you know, a pure uh, well, a pure stream, you know, of source energy, um, not that's not, you know, interfered with by negative Uh, influences so that's number one if you know you find yourself in a situation please um do that make that number one on your checklist you know get yourself out of out of it out of that situation so that you can have some time to find yourself again and through finding yourself that's where you take the the incremental, oftentimes grueling, step by step, you know, healing journey of life without that toxic substance, which again, was covering up a deeper wound that you would take on, you know, a toxic um, companion, uh, whether that be again, substance or human. um, There's a reason a deeper pain there. So you know, that, that healing is, um, you know, going to be necessary. And so when you're on that journey, you may notice, you may start to notice things. So one thing you may notice is that you're used to feeling bad, (laughs) right? You've been, again, low grade, um, poison in your system that you have, again, learned to live with, learned to accept, and even, you know, apply on a regular basis to yourself. And so it may not, finding joy may not really, uh, it may not be on your radar. (laughs) You may not really even know what that means, what that feels like what that looks like. Um, it's, a, it's like a, it's been in an island, you've been on an island separate from it, you know, busy with other things and uh, you haven't been able to experience that. So I get that. And that's, again, where people get hopeless and go into despair because they don't believe it's possible to have joy because they haven't, they haven't actually tasted it but the, what I'm here to say is that, you know, again, the, the step-by-step processes of removing the negative influences in order to get to a healing state, um. you know, this is where it just takes, again, oftentimes some guidance, you know, in order to keep pulling yourself away from what you are, are attached to that would keep you from experiencing actual joy, you know, which is like a you know, like a a security blanket, you know. So, once you can find yourself in that space of grappling with the fact that you have deeper wounds that are festering, the idea is to kind of like turn on the pure water and let the water come clean, let the tap tap come clean. Right. So you must find daily routines. You must, you know, put in the items on your list that you know you need to do in order to feel good. Right. You need to make sure you're sleeping well. You need to make sure that you're eating well you need to make sure that you're getting some exercise, that you have fresh air, that you're getting sunlight. Um, and that you're having some human connection that's positive. So that could be with like a therapist. Someone who is in contact with what joy feels like. Because we can, you know, just like someone can get a blessing from a, a guru, right? Uh, like an enlightened being. You know, if we're in the presence of an enlightened being. It like opens this doorway up to that state of consciousness. So... We need to be able to be in contact with somebody who is able to access joy, who can start kind of feeding it to us, right? Because immediate people in in your life perhaps are also blocking joy. And that's a very painful experience, right? To be waking up and realizing that you want to feel joy, but there's just a weird kind of schism with the your immediate environment where it's it's not it's not coming from from the people around you like in fact it's the opposite so all to say that must be you must remove yourself from negative forces and and once you have again you know the habit is to (laughs) go into Sort of a depression, right, or again and, and to reach for the coping mechan mech- the coping skills right the coping uh, um, not s- <laughs> skills but um, de- devices or whatever again that could be your device, your phone whatever um, and there must be. <laughs> you know, a, a period of, you know, again, just being diligent with what you know you need, just putting it in your schedule, not missing it, not skipping it, not skipping again, the exercise, the food, the fresh air, the sleep, all the things. Um, you know, those are really important and, you know, our system would desperately need that kind of balance, if it's been in disbalance for so long. And once you have established a routine that has you working, um, you know, it's like the body starts to be able to sit upright again, right? Um, You may even have this experience if you've just first started to meditate where you know, you have tried to sit up straight to meditate and, you know, you find that you're maybe leaning to the side or your head, you know, is kind of tilting or your eyes are, you know, you, th- you picked a spot on the floor maybe, but then they were like wandering around because you weren't, you weren't able to be in the driver's seat in control of your, of yourself and your mind when you're meditating. So you're kind of all over the place. Um So you first need to establish that you can sit upright so that there is a frame, there is a structure to which for, for this joy to be able to, um, come through, you know, and, um, and again, this is a, this is a process and and I'm taking you from, you know, from, from a, from a difficult place, maybe, um, in this, um, version of this, I'm, I'm offering what this would look like coming from a, a difficult experience, right? These are the steps. Um, and you can be anywhere on that journey. Um, but once you've established, you know, a regular routine, uh, and you notice, again, you, you still have habits, you have mental habits, you have uh, your go to, again, numbing, ways of numbing, say, you know, even if it's just to space out or to sleep or whatever you choose to do um, to kind of, you know, go on um, autopilot, um, you know, there comes a, a time where when you can begin to notice you're going into any of those kind of behaviors that you then have the opportunity to make a conscious choice. You know, no, I am not going to do this thing that makes me feel more dead inside, Um, makes me feel more numb, makes me feel more spaced out. When I notice that I'm going into a state that's spaced out, that's getting numb, that's going into, you know, self, self-harm in any way, right? Then... Y- then you you say in that moment to yourself, I am responsible for my own joy. I need to do something to get myself back on track. You know, for me in the past, when I felt so bad, sometimes I would just, I would go to sleep. And I think that that isn't a bad thing because sometimes you're at that place where you don't have the you just don't have the capacity to turn it around. And sometimes it's, you know, the the system is so overtired, so exhausted that sleep is going to be helpful. Um, so it just depends on what state, what um, level um, of exhaustion or overwhelm or anxiety that you happen to be in. But um, ultimately, the the opportunity is... Again, to notice that, you know, we are all contributing to this condition on the planet right now. You know, our individual state of toxicity multiplied by each other equals the state of the world. The state of the world is the level of toxicity we have in this world is only equal to the level of toxicity that we each contribute to this world. And yes, some people are clearly contributing more, Um, you know, more toxicity, but we can't do anything about that. (laughs) We only can do what, you know, clean up our side of the street. And the point is that, you know, it, it is very easy to make our problems other people's problem. Um, Make, you know, and, you know, make other people's uh, issues or the world or anything at large, you know, uh, responsible for um, our state of of mind, our state of being. But we must (laughs) uh, become... You know agents of change in the ways that we can take the action needed when we are in a funk, and again, nothing wrong with being in a funk that is normal, and um the idea is how how soon can we clean that up, <laughs> and that it is our responsibility, and we must you know we we need to get back into that state of feeling good again. So if you have habits of going into despair, if you have habits of going into depression, if you have habits you know, anxiety is a little bit different. It's a little harder to I think it's a little harder to control. It's sort of a it depending on the type of anxiety, it can be a body based somatic anxiety and you can't talk your body out of it. But depression, I feel, is oftentimes a a mental um a result of you know just mental stories you know we tell ourselves and we can change that a lot easier than we can change a somatic level anxiety so we can start there and we have to talk ourselves out of it (laughs) you know Um, if we start to feel down, we, we have to say, you know what, this is not correct. I need to change the script here. And, um, the point is that we actually do, we can do that and we forget. It's easy to forget that we don't have that control over ourselves. Um, but, you know, if you introduce uh, practices that do that you know bring you joy, then it is your responsibility to take out that list when you're feeling down and you're feeling angry, when you're feeling funky, and go, okay, how can I flip the script here? So maybe that's your first step is to write a list of five to ten things that bring you joy, right? Maybe it's the sunshine, maybe it's your dog, maybe it's, um, you know, drawing, maybe it's going on a walk, maybe it's making a smoothie, you know, make sure that you're fed because you're going to feel, um, way more easily upset if you're hungry, you know, that's number one. Um, so Make sure you have that list in your back pocket. (laughs) Uh, And then when you get, when you find, when you notice that you're upset, notice what market, what does upset look like for you? Right? Does it mean that you check out? Does it mean that you engage in behaviors? Does it mean, or activities that aren't good for you? Does it mean that you get pissed off? Does it mean that you start blaming people? Right? What does it look like for you to get upset? It could look a lot of different ways. Mark it. Maybe okay, take take your notepad and write down your symptoms of being upset. And again, if you're always upset, which again it can be the case for many people, they might not know what that looks like. <laughs> again, it's um it, become, it can become a default state. So I want you to take three deep breaths right now. If that's you. Let's do it together. So let's just take a moment to exhale all our air out. You can exhale through the nose. going to take an in-breath. Take a nice deep breath in. Let's just hold at the top for a moment. For three counts. Exhale through the nose. Good. Hold the breath out for two counts. Inhale again. Hold the breath at the top for three counts. Exhale. Hold out two counts. Last time, inhale. Just hold at the top. And this time, we're going to go and just blow the breath out the mouth. Good. And then just sit for a moment. Just sit in, in silence. I want you to ask yourself right now, am I angry? So I want you to tell me, tell me, tell yourself, are you angry right now? If the answer is yes, that's perfectly fine. Just notice. Are you sad? Are you feeling um, maybe tapped out or maybe even hopeless? Who knows? So just notice, what is your resting state? What did you come back to? If it's anything but just feeling fine, this is a good indication that there is some repressed emotions that are keeping you in, you know, a non-regulated state. So... And again, that's beautiful to notice. If that's the case, um again, go to your list, write down 5 to 10 things that bring you joy. Remember the last times that you felt real joy. What 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 caused that for you? And um prioritize that that's your homework (laughs) so again this episode may is sort of like maybe for acute circumstances for those who may need this message this may may not be for everyone right now um so a little first aid perhaps and if uh Again, if you're finding that um, maybe this dislodged a little something, you had a moment of realizing that you thought you were fine, but you're actually not so fine. Um, that's a really good thing. <laughs> um, so, when you're done, you know, just find it, find some time, do something good for yourself. When as you get off the podcast, take a moment to just sit. And ask yourself, what can I do for myself right now, this evening or this afternoon? Or What do I need in this moment that would be loving and life-affirming for me? And you're doing this for you, for you to feel good. Because we need you to feel good. (laughs) You need you to feel good. We need to feel good on the planet. That's energy. That's healing. That's the cure. Feeling good. It's really as simple as that and it's difficult because of how much pain we've inherited. At this point in our collective experience on the planet. It's a lot of pain that we're sitting in. So I truly hope that um, this gave you some tools today. Um, Again, please reach out if you have any questions about some of these practices or any comments. Let me know if it was useful. If you wanna explore deeper, You can get in touch with me, and I'm just so grateful that you're on this journey, that we're doing this together, all of us, right? We're doing this, so thank you for your dedication, and if you're not dedicated yet, thank you for listening and getting closer to dedicating, to really turning things around, for yourself and for this world, All right? I thank you on behalf of everyone alive and ever having lived, and whoever will live. You can find me at juliabernbaum dot com and, um, again I do life and wellness coaching, yoga um, support, and uh, tarot readings. So. Again, this, this is of utmost importance, and I'm wishing you the very best. Thanks for listening. Bye.